Well, good afternoon and welcome to a live edition of the Magic Time Podcast. I'm Scott Squires and uh, joining me from a very busy airport in Las Vegas, the head coach of the Moncton Magic. This is Joe Salerno. Joe, how are things at the airport? <laughs> They're going all right. I was on time this morning, which is always a good thing when you're talking about airports. So uh, no, they're going well. All right, so let's uh, talk about first things first. Of course, you're down in Las Vegas. You were checking out some summer league action and scouting some players. But since we last spoke, uh, a signing of pretty significant nature for the Moncton Magic, Denzel Taylor, rookie last year, a Canadian, so very good, especially defensively rebounding. He's now under contract. Uh, What does that mean for the Magic? Oh, it means it means an awful lot. You know, we were we were extremely excited to have Denzel, uh, you know, resign for his second season here with the team. He's just a guy that that did so many things for us last year, um, so many things that didn't necessarily show up on a stat sheet. Um, but you know, I think Denzel was was a guy who improved throughout the course of the year, and I think he's only going to be better in his, his sophomore you know campaign with the Magic here. So, uh, just really excited to, to have him back in the fold. You know, again, similar to, to Corey Allman, which we touched on, Denzel is just, you know, he's a, he's a high-character guy. He's a guy that, that's going to come in and work every day. And, you know, he's really just focused on being a good teammate and winning games. And we're putting a high value on that this season uh, as we're recruiting players. So uh, just excited, you know, excited to have Denzel back. I can't wait to get back to work with him uh, for the upcoming season. So the roster, bit by bit, starting to take shape a little more. Of course, you're in Las Vegas getting ready to head back to Vermont and then eventually to Moncton on the weekend. I know following you on social media, you were taking in a lot of different activities in and around the Las Vegas area. I know you did a little summer league stuff, but from a scouting and personnel perspective, Coach, what's the last couple of days in Vegas been like? Uh, It's just been, it's extremely busy. You know, when you get out here, um, you know, there's, there's several different events you know, going on that you really want to make sure you, you get to. Um, you really find yourself, you know, in one gym, in one part of the city for, you know, two, three hours, and then, and then you're headed to your next gym. And, you know, most days consist of, you know, attending two to three different combines. Um, and you just see such a, a huge amount of, of players. Um, you know, in the evening, you're really trying to process what you saw and, and then kind of researching those players that may have, you know, Struck your interest a little bit, and then going back and watching them for a second day. So it's just been really busy. Uh, you know, it was great. Uh, my assistant coach Matt Robinson, you know, he got out here a few days ago, so we were kind of able to split up the workload a little bit. Uh, he would be at one camp, you know, in the morning. And if there were some guys that I needed to see, you know, he'd let me know, and I'd go over and and, uh, and then watch those players. And we just kind of bounced around. But uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been busy, but but it's been good. It's been a good week. Well, I know that uh, you're right in the midst of it there in the airport. Uh, a bit of a, a choppy connection just for anybody that's listening live, listening live, or even if they're listening to the archive afterwards. Uh, obviously, coach on a cell phone. The uh, connection, a little bit uh, choppy here and there, but that's okay. We'll push through. Your time in Las Vegas, has there been anybody that's caught your eye? Have you made headway? perhaps on a potential ed- addition to the Magic roster? Oh, there's certainly been some players that, that have caught my eye. You know, no question. Uh, I've probably met personally with probably four players, 
you know, four players over the last five days. Um, you know, a lot of times after you watch a guy for a couple of days, you may set up a time to meet with him and his agent. Uh, in the evening, you know, to try to get a better feel for that player's personality. But um, I've met with a few players individually that, that I have a lot of interest in, and now we're, we're you know, we're trying to work from there. Um, so we'll continue to do our homework on those guys. Uh, of course, you know, there's so many other coaches and scouts and agents from, from all over the world out here in Las Vegas. Uh, it's very competitive, you know. So even though you may have interest in a player, you know, Several other coaches may also have interest in that same player. So, you know, now the work kind of starts once you've identified someone you're interested in, um, you know, making sure he's the right fit for the organization and then also trying to sell him uh, on, on coming to Moncton in, in the winter, right, which isn't always a, always an easy sell. But, um, you know, I've, I've been happy with, with what I've seen out here. I and mean, absolutely a couple of prospects uh, I can see us you know, offering contracts to over the next year. Well, it's funny. I know that uh, there's a couple of guys that played in the National Basketball League of Canada this past season who had uh, connections to Las Vegas. You mentioned being down there with teams from all over the world. What about from a National Basketball League of Canada perspective? Uh, you are there obviously representing the Moncton Magic. Did you have a chance to uh, interact or meet up with any of the other personnel from other teams around the NBL? Yeah, I mean, the NBL Canada has had a, a great showing out here in Vegas as far as you know, representation from the league. Um, I believe eight of the, the ten teams, you know, in the NBL Canada were all present. I, I saw, I saw everybody, you know, from Mike Leslie and Halifax, Bill Jones and Windsor, you know, Tyrone Levinson from Cape Breton, uh, Samuel Johnson, uh, one of the assistants from KW. Uh, I believe every team was here, with the exception of uh, the Island Storm and uh, in Sudbury. Uh, but everybody else was, was present in Vegas, and you know you bounce around from gym to gym, and you just constantly keep running into, you know, your your, your coworkers here, uh, your peers from Canada, um, and you're always kind of well, who, who's he looking at? Who's he talking to? So it's kind of a fun game of cat and mouse a little bit, but it's it's great to catch up with those guys and. Chat with them and just kind of ask them about their off season, um, you know, where it's not not so intense, you know, as it is during the uh, the winter months. Now, of course, I mentioned the Vegas connection. Two players that popped to mind, of course, from the Moncton Magic last season, Juan Patillo, with uh, Las Vegas connections. Of course, another very good player in this league, the Atlantic Division champion, Halifax Hurricanes, Billy White, with Vegas connections. When you're talking to players and you're kind of talking to them about Canada, about coming to Moncton in the winter, how much does it help, especially in Vegas, but to talk to some of the players that are from warmer climates to be able to say, hey, these guys are from Vegas, which is typically pretty hot, and they came up. Do you ever get a chance to maybe use those guys as examples to maybe try and talk some other players into coming up? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's kind of more in a, in a joking matter. You know, I mean, the weather, it is what it is in Canada. Uh most of the guys that are out here in the summer, you know, they're, they're really doing everything they can to, to get contracts and, and to play at the professional level. Uh, every year, the reputation of the NBL Canada has gotten better and better. Players and coaches, when you come out here to Las Vegas, and, uh, you know, people understand it's, it's a high level of play. It's very talented players in this league. So, you know, the weather, it really doesn't bother guys as, as much as I may joke about. Uh, but I certainly will bring up names like Juan Patillo and, and Billy White. Uh, you know, Royce White, you know, Jahi Carson, all, all of the best players that have played uh, in this league because you always want to let 
especially younger players, kind of get an idea of, of the, the caliber of player, you know, that it takes to play in this league. So you certainly name drop some guys and say, hey, you know, these are the type of players that are playing in our league. And um, it kind of puts things into perspective for some players that may not be that familiar with, uh, with the NBL Canada. Now, something else, you had um, some time to take in some NBA Summer League action. And there was a post you mentioned the other day about, uh, I think I was watching Jamal Murray uh, work out and do his thing uh, off of the court in terms of away from game mode. Maybe just a little bit about what that was like and what some of the things that you've witnessed with some of this uh, Summer League action that you've taken in. Yeah, I was able to take in a few Summer League games uh, over to Thomas Maxson and UNLV. You know, that was great. I actually got to watch one of my former players, uh, Omari Johnson, who I know is someone you and I have discussed in previous podcasts. He's actually playing on the Golden State Warriors uh, Summer League team, uh, and he's actually having a, a great a great week out here. Uh, so that was fun, you know, watching the former players on a big stage. Uh, I actually, I got to see Jamal Murray in, like, a private workout, uh, Impact Basketball, and... Like I said in my, my, I think it was my Facebook post, it's just so impressive to watch how hard, you know, the NBA guys work in the offseason. And that's a big reason as to why they're at where they're at. Um, you know, it is their job. And when you see a, a guy like Jamal Murray, you know, making millions of dollars and, and uh, has established himself in the NBA as a very good young player, to see just the sweat pouring off him, you know, in a summer workout, you know, by himself with a couple of assistant coaches from the Denver Nuggets, it is just, it's just really, really impressive. And it just really made you think, like, you know, this is actually what it takes to get to that highest level. And you just wish some of these younger players you know, really understood that. Um, so, like I said, it was, it was just really impressive. And, you know, I got to see um, uh, some some big-time professional head coaches speak as well. I attended the Coaching U Live Clinic. Um, you know, I got to, got to see Walton speak and, um, you know, Dane Casey and um, uh, Billy Donovan. So just, you know, overall, it's a full week of basketball. And you got to see some really cool things from, from the highest level, you know, NBA uh, coaches and players. And uh, that's always good. You can always learn new things. Yeah, such a valuable, valuable experience to be able to be down there and just be around uh, those types of people and that, that culture overall. Now, Coach, before we kind of – wrap up and talk about a couple of things that are on your priority list once you get back to Moncton. You're in Vegas. I'm not going to ask you if you visited, you know, any of the places where you can lay a little bet down. Won't even go there. But I got to ask you, food. There's got to be some great places to eat in Vegas. Do you have a go-to in Vegas to, to get a bite to eat? Well, you know, not really. You know, there's so many other places, and I'm just, you're just always on the go. <laughs> you know, you're always on the go when you're out here. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think I have a go-to. I, I will say this. I, I actually took the time, and I went, and I actually had a, a steak last night. I went to uh, uh, McCall's Steakhouse uh, last night. I think it was the first time I actually had, you know, some green vegetables in about a week. So that, that was uh, – that was nice, but uh, no, but it's just there's too many too many options to only go to one place to have a go-to in Vegas. So I uh, just kind of bounced around a little bit, and but it was mostly food on the go, <laughs> in between gyms, and it, it's just the way it is. There's so much going on uh, during this week. You know, you really don't have time to do anything uh, as you're making your way to the next gym. You just don't want to miss anybody. Grab what you can when you can. Now, I, before we're going to move on in just a sec, but I got how big is that airport in Vegas? Like, I know 
airports that I'm typically used to in this uh, part of Atlantic Canada. Halifax Airport is beautiful, but just how enormous is that Vegas airport? Like, where are you in that airport right now? Uh, well, you know, as I've been talking to you on the phone, I've kind of just been aimlessly walking around. It's probably going to take me a little while to find the gate I'm actually supposed to be at. Uh, it's pretty big. You know, McCarran International, it's a, it's a big import, or, uh, airport. Obviously, there's, there's a ton of travel, you know, coming in and out of Las Vegas every single day. You know, you can see the airport, you know, really kind of from the strip. You just see planes literally coming in every four minutes. You see planes landing and taking off. It's like a... Uh, just a well-oiled machine, but uh, now McCarran's a nice, nice airport. It's, it's big. It's, it's certainly busy. You know, thousands of people here, and uh, you know, kind of probably staring at me as I'm, I'm talking on my phone, walking around here. But, uh, but no, it's, it's, uh, it's all good. It's, uh, it's good. I'm actually looking forward to, uh, to getting back home, though. It's, it's been, uh, well, it'll be about two weeks. I've been on the road uh, since, since we left Moncton, so looking forward to, to getting back up to Canada here this weekend. Now, Coach, do not miss your flight on count of doing this podcast live with me. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably won't, Scott. I probably won't let that happen. <laughs> I'm ready to get out of the desert. It's been uh, it's been the hottest week I've ever had out here uh, in July, and I'm ready to get back to some more reasonable temperatures. Well, I know we're looking forward to uh, to having you come back. You know, you're, you're meeting up with your family in Vermont. Uh, when you fly out today, and then as mentioned, you'll be all coming back on the weekend. So you've gone to Vegas now. You've got a couple of players signed and under contract. What are one or two items next on the top of the priority list for you, at least from a you know player communication standpoint, personnel moves? But what's a couple of key things that you want to accomplish next? Well, I mean, now it's really kind of following up and, and really trying to be the most – persistent coach that, that's reaching out to some of the new talent that I, that I saw this week. You know, over the next several days, uh, we'll be doing a lot of homework on all these guys, watching as much film as we, as we can on them, uh, calling around to maybe the former college coaches or, or other coaches who may be familiar with these players. Uh, and then just really trying to determine, you know, is this a guy that we want to make an offer to? Um, and then once we decide if that's the case, then obviously communicating with either the player or the player's agent, uh, and, and trying to come to a deal. So, you know, the next two weeks is really just kind of following up on this Vegas trip. Uh, spend, you know, you put a lot of time into this trip, so you sort of want to come away with, uh, with something. Um, that's really kind of what's next on the, on the player front. You know, as we continue to communicate with some of our protected players, um, and then really just getting ready for our, our big uh, our big summer youth camp, which uh, kicks off a week from Monday. Uh, that's going to be a busy week. Of course, we have uh, a few players coming in to work that camp, and you know I think we have 55 or 60 uh, youth players attending. So that that's going to be a very busy week as well. So you know there's really no slowdown in, in pace uh, at all. But uh, but that's all right. That's that's what the summer's for. So. So, Coach, you know we've been talking a little bit now over the off season, and there's obviously an off season plan that you have and there's a, a bucket list of things that you want to check off but i guess as a percentage 100 percent being you've got what you want you've got the roster you want the players you want everything in place obviously that's a ways away but as a percentage you know because you've been doing things now as you've gone along the last couple of weeks where do things stand in terms of you kind of knocking off those things in your off-season bucket list you know, percentage wise um 
Yeah, I mean, we're, we're obviously you're not going to be 100% here for a few months until you have, you know, everybody signed. Uh, but as far as where I'd want to be at in mid-July, you know, we're, we're probably at about 80 85%. You know, I think having knocked off, uh, you know, signed, re-signing a couple of returning players that were really valuable pieces, you know, I think we found a, a potentially a very good Canadian in, in Gentry Thomas. Um, you know, and then and then finding or identifying some new talent uh, out here, you know, this is what the trip was about, to identify the talent, and now the work begins on, uh, you know, again, researching and then trying to sign these players. So I think we're in a, a pretty good place as far as, um, you know, the off-season kind of progression. Um, and we're just going to continue to try to hammer away at it. Uh, we just want to make sure that, you know, we have the guys that we want coming into training camp this year and, um, you know, just trying to put the best team together that we can. So I'd say probably about, about 80, 85% right now as, as to where, you know, we'd like to be. Well, listen, Coach, uh, that's going to be uh, music to the ears of the fans. I know the fans of the Moncton Magic can't wait. You never like to wish your time away, but I know that everybody's really excited to see this uh, next edition of the Moncton Magic take shape and to, to see where things are going over the next few months. Got to ask you about your family, uh, your wife, Darcy, uh, and your two kids, Cam and Alex. You're going to be meeting up with them in Vermont. But how are they doing and uh, how much fun are they having so far this summer? Oh, we've had a great time. You know, obviously before we came out here, we had a, we had a great time, um, you know, down in the Boston area on, on the 4th of July. You know, we got to go to the New England Aquarium. And, and uh, you know, the kids got to take the first subway ride and, um, yeah, it was just great. We, we really just had, you know, three or four days where it was just the four of us and really got to spend some time together and, and do some pretty fun things. Um, and then, of course, you know, they've been in Vermont and, you know, the kids got to stay with the grandma for a few days. And I know they had a blast uh, doing that, you know, doing a lot of swimming and, and just this summer stuff, right, that kids should be doing. So uh, it's been great. You know, I, I haven't seen them now for about a week, so I'm looking forward to getting back and, and seeing them uh, tomorrow morning, um, and then yeah, getting back to, to Moncton and, and trying to trying to get back into the, the daily uh, a little bit of a daily routine. You know, I know Camden's a little upset. He's missed he's missed quite a bit of baseball over the last week and a half. He's ready to get back to his uh, Moncton Bulls uh, team and, and get going. So, uh, but it's been good. It's been a, it's been a, a very very good trip, uh, both professionally and personally. Well, listen, Coach, uh, I know the kids are going to be super excited to see you. Pretty sure that Darcy's going to be excited to see you as well. And I know it goes back the other way. We really appreciate you taking time, literally, live from the airport in Las Vegas. Uh, safe travels, and we'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Okay, Scott, really appreciate it, man. We'll, uh, we'll talk again real soon. Thanks again. Indeed, Coach. All the best to you, sir. Safe flight. All right, thanks. Well, that was Coach Joe Salerno, literally live from McCarran International Airport in Las Vegas, Nevada. He was down there checking out some summer league action. He was also doing some scouting for the Moncton Magic. We'll look forward to getting Coach back in Canada in Moncton uh, in a few days' time. And we'll look forward to catching up again with him soon on the Magic Time Podcast. I'm Scott Squires. Thanks again to Coach Salerno. And remember, friends, if you can't take part in sport, be a good one anyway. Bye for now.